One upon a time. Two men, two backgrounds, one dream. A podcast of the people, by the people, for the people. To take chances, to create dreams, to go where no man has gone before. To dare to go for it on fourth and one. To dare to go for the win, for two. To dare to go across the middle. <laughs> wow. I don't know how to top that. Steven, you've outdone yourself, my friend. Yeah, well, you're just trying to help out here. Uh, if anyone could guess, Steve is joining us for the NFC East podcast. Bob, what do you think of that intro? I grabbed another beer. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Thank you so much, Steve. That was, that so was a for, real treat. For the, for the seven listeners that we have, us included, I had a whole skit for the song I thought, but I guess there's some copyright issues or they keep saying their name or something. But I did the best I could. You know, let's make lemonade in five minutes. That's what we did. I thought you did great. And, I appreciate uh, it. I say we just keep keep rolling with you, and we start with the Cowboys. How's that sound? Oh God, we're gonna start with the uh, the, sh- the shit show that is the love hate oh. letter to Jerry Jones. Let's you betcha. You betcha. Uh, let me give you a quick recap, and then we'll do a burning question, and then we'd love to hear from you. So the last two years, 2019, you guys surprisingly finished second on offense and 16th on defense, and you finished eight and eight. Fired Jason Garrett, 2020, he finished 24th on offense, 23rd on defense, and finished 6-10. and 10. So the burning question that Bob prepared for us today is, did the DAC signing make them a contender or a pretender? Steve, your thoughts? So my theory behind the DAC signing, it's very clear. Jerry's going to be 80 this year. He doesn't have time to rebuild. He thinks DAC, he knows what he has with DAC. And he wants to move forward with Dak at least for one to two years. He'll be 82 then. And I also think the signing and the money was his tip of the cap to the league saying, watch the salary cap next year. Because, you know, Jerry does a lot of the negotiations with the TV deals. And Jordan mentioned this on the previous podcast. And I think he's right. You're going to be looking at a 17-game schedule. And I kind of think this was Jerry's tip of the cap. Now, one thing that I hate with Jerry is his ego. And as he said... You know, my hands don't get cramps writing checks. (laughs) For the last two years, it's been when is Dak going to get paid? And he takes it personally, and he signs his big deal, number one in the league. And it's great. Great for Dak. I'm glad Dak got paid. Dak is a gamer. I've never once watched a game and go, man, if we had somebody else at quarterback, we would win. Problem's not within Dak. The problem's now we have all this money in a quarterback, all this money in a wide receiver, all this money in a running back. Well, guess what? There's a whole other side of the ball. It's called defense. And you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's never won a Super Bowl without a top 10 defense. And all the stats you just mentioned, Dallas has never had a top 10 defense. I would, I'd be crazy to go back. And here's the craziest part. We have a defensive lineman, Demarcus Lawrence, highest paid cowboy ever. Think of the list of people on that team, Troy Aikman, Roger Staubach. I get it different times, different all that, but the highest paid cowboy ever, Demarcus Lawrence, completely has underperformed. He had one good year, got his money. I don't even think he's had eight sacks since as the number one defensive lineman paid in the league. We overpaid on Jalen Smith, Amari Cooper, wide receivers are a dime a dozen. Um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, great. Pay your running back all this money. Watch your O-line get hurt and watch you not be able to run the ball. Then watch your running back get hurt. We are just throwing money around, and it's an egotistical move. And like I said, 
my hands don't get cramps writing checks. Well, so, you, that's where you end up eight and eight. But the, the signing with Dak, it's it's the it's the way the league's gonna move to him, and it sucks because now we have no money to make the defense any better. So many good things to unpack there. Uh, but before we do, Bob, what is the answer to your burning question? Um, I think it makes them pretenders. I do too. But why do you think that? Because uh, I don't think Dak's good enough to get paid that much. I think that'll essentially squeeze their cap. I mean, yeah, the cap's going to go up, presumably, every year. And the only reason it went down this year is because of COVID. But I think he's just getting paid too much for somebody who's not, in my opinion, an elite quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback, but not elite. He he plays the, – the last time he played 16-game schedule, they played a lot from behind. It's easy to put up good numbers when you're down two touchdowns in the third, end of the third quarter, and you're going to be throwing the ball no matter what. Because at that point, you can't, you can't keep running the ball. The games that we win and the games he looks the most impressive are the games that he goes – we go out there. As Zeke's got 100 yards rushing before halftime. You know, Dax maybe got 175 yards and a touchdown, hasn't turned the ball over, which is crucial. He doesn't do that much. I appreciate that on him. He's not a Tony Romo gunslinger that he's going to take the shot on, you know, first and 10 down the field and get intercepted. He manages the game well, but in the beginning of games, if we rely on him passing the ball, we get down. And then, you know, other teams are, they're up 21 points on us. They play a lax defense and, you know, we end up losing by three, but you know, Dak throws for 400 yards and five touchdowns. Well, that's great, but you lost. Mm -hmm. I have this uh, philosophy, and I agree with Bob as a pretender. Uh, if you don't have a – right now, if you don't have a top seven quarterback in the NFL, I think you should try to go get one. And Dak, for me, is ranked eighth. Bob, when, when we brought up this topic uh, a few weeks ago, you said your, your list is up 10 quarterbacks. Uh, does this mean that Dak's just outside that top 10 for you? No, I, I would say he's right at like that, you know, 9, 10, 11 range. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that's not the only, I guess, variable in my equation. I yeah. think if you have a top 10, then you should be always trying to win the Super Bowl. But if you don't have a top 10, you should be just trying to find that quarterback. But I still think they're pretender because their rest of their roster is garbage to me. And why don't you talk about the, the salary? Steve mentioned DeMarcus Lawrence being the highest paid cowboy ever. Uh, what are some other notable things with their salary cap? So uh, after that signing and a couple other smaller signings, they've had this offseason that uh, they're currently sitting with about 3.5 million in cap space, which is pretty much nothing. You're just filling out the roster, but mm -hmm. that puts them at 16th uh, in terms of the amount of salary cap in the league. So. Wow. Middle of the road. Most teams have already got their roster filled out just because the cap went down. Um, but yeah, Demarcus Lawrence getting paid $25 million a year. Dak, $22, two this year. Uh, Amari Cooper's $22 million. Zeke, that terrible contract is $13.7 a year. Uh, then Zach Martin, the guard, which hasn't been able to stay healthy the last couple seasons. Or maybe it was just the last season. I don't I actually don't know the season before that, whether or not he was able to stay healthy, but he's just under 10 million, which is I think for when he's healthy, that's that's a reasonable price tag because he is one of the best guards in the league. Zach Martin is very good. Um a huge piece that left the puzzle was Travis Frederick when he retired. 
Yes. He was the captain of that offensive line. And that offensive line goes back to DeMarco Murray days when it was Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Tyrone Smith. They've always kind of thrown in another tackle or guard. But those three are almost, you could almost say a triplets, you know, like an Emmett. They made, they made Darren McFadden a thousand yard rusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I can't even think of his name. The guy that got caught stealing Cologne, Joseph Randall. He was on pace for a thousand yards. Zeke comes in over a thousand yards. Well, they're all getting old and now we don't even have the money to, you know, replace them. You're going to have to draft them or draft to replace them. And there's just what signing back to that contract. They are all in on this year. Now, luckily we're in the worst division in football. No one knows what the giants are doing, the Washington Redskins or the Eagles. So I'm guessing Jerry's hoping to maybe limp in on a nine and seven, 10 and six record host a playoff game and see if you could go from there and just hope you get lucky in the playoffs. I mean, I guess, but they need the secondary. They're not bringing anybody in. They're re-signing people who are okay, but a secondary is only as good as a pass rush. They can only cover for, you know, two to five seconds, but if the quarterback can scramble for six to eight, what's it matter? You know, receivers in this league are going to get open. I like the signing they did with Neil with the safety out of uh, Atlanta. He's coming back with Quinn. But that's the only person we have. We still have holes in that defense. Landon Vanderash is hurt. Jalen Smith, I guarantee, is going to get hurt this year. It's only a matter of time. Demarcus Lawrence is, okay, pay him all this money. Okay, who's rushing on the other side? Okay, we'll just double-team him. He's out of the equation, and we'll run to the other side. There's just so many holes in this. And you look at our top five players being paid, four of them are on offense. Yeah, it seems like you guys don't let anybody walk. Um, and I, really quick before we talk about Demarcus Lawrence again, uh, Keanu Neal from Atlanta. I there's a rumor that he's playing linebacker for you all, which is a little IDP nugget. Uh, if he's listed at safety, yeah. <laughs> hello, I'm all in. Um, but Demarcus Lawrence, uh, it sounds to me like you wish you would have a either let him walk or just dis- distribute that money across several other key defensive players. He got paid. That's all. He got paid. He had a good year got paid for it and he hasn't done anything since yeah. i mean he did rank out as the fourth best after rusher last year you, you say that but how many sacks did he have six seven. Oh, oh sorry <laughs> okay. i mean sacks aren't everything though i they're, would argue they're, pressures they're not... and strip like when I, if you get a strip sack and you get a forced turnover which i think he had four last year i'd say high, that's just as valuable as highest sacks highest paid cowboy seven sacks how There's much was got, his contract for total? Because Dax is worth 160 million. I'd have to look it up, but it, he's the highest paid ever at the time. I mean, maybe Dax surpassed him, but regardless, with the sheet you I'd sent us, I'd be surprised us, if Dax didn't surpass him. Is kind of what yeah. I'm saying. And like I said, with the quarterback nowadays, quarterbacks are protected. Dak, I will say, Dak gives you the element to run the ball. He caught a touchdown last year. But Dak early in games struggles. He's inaccurate. When he, they come out and they want to throw 10 out of the first 15 plays, he hits maybe three, four of those passes. Yeah. Dak is at his best when we are running the ball. You have the element of play action. You have the element of, you know, putting eight in the box. Then he plays great. But that's not worth that much money. Mm-hmm. That's not Patrick Mahomes. That's not Aaron Rodgers. It, you mentioned paying Zeke too. Uh, which is a nearly a $14 million cap hit. I thought Tony Pollard looked pretty good spurts as a backup. 
And it sounds to me like what you would wish that they did is rather than pay Zeke, pay offensive line or continue to get young in the offensive line and then use these young running backs that you guys get and plug and play with the good offensive line. Just look where Todd Gurley is. Look where David Johnson is. Uh, Lamar Miller, these guys that signed, you know, they signed giant contracts. What do they do after them? Signing Zeke to that was terrible. I hated it. I love Zeke. He's a great runner. We'll see how Derrick Henry does this year after he got paid. I would rather sign Zeke for a big one-year, two-year deal, see what happens, and go from there. But like I said, it's an ego thing with Jerry. He likes brand names. He likes, you know, jersey sales, you know, faces, commercials, all that stuff. And it doesn't matter who your running back is if your offensive line is terrible. And it's time we need to start looking at rebuilding that. I hope we go offensive line in the uh, draft. I really do. Yeah, you guys have the 10th pick. Trade back let's, and take it. Let's talk about uh let's talk about some of their their last two draft picks cuz I would love to hear Steve rant about some of these actually. Yeah, uh, I, 2019. I Go Steve, ahead, you want to touch on those? Is that Taco? No, 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 that was older. You had you didn't have a first round pick that year. Um, oh yeah, I'm Cooper. It. Yeah, I'm fine with that. A lot of people are doing that. Chicago did that with Mac. If you can sit there and find a player that is already established in the league. Amari Cooper is not the reason we're terrible. He has games he's disappeared on, but like he's not. If you can, we needed a wide receiver. Dez was getting old. Uh, Terrence Williams is gone. Cole Beasley's now in Buffalo. I mean, those were our three for probably four or five of the Romo years. So start rebuilding. They drafted Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's a great backside X, always open. You know, catches a lot of the the bad throw balls by Dak, and. So I'm, not, I'm okay with that. These guys that give up the first-round pick for an established player they need, they know what they're getting out of them. It's not taking a chance on, you know, somebody you have no idea how they're going to react in the league. I'm not mad at not having a pick for 2019. Now, for 2020, C.D. <laughs> Lamb, what were we doing? I swear, it's like a seven-year-old playing Madden going, I'm taking the wide receiver. Look at that. There he is, Oklahoma. They're fun, right? Boom a sooner. Let's do this. Okay, great. That got hurt. <laughs> Couldn't run the ball. They needed to address the defense. I won't even know who who was the safety available after because once I heard C.D. Lamb, I was just like, oh, there you go, Jerry. Watching Mike and him high-five and hug on Jerry's yacht. It's And here's another thing, too. Michael Gallup's contract's going to be coming up soon. Amari's already paid insanely. What are you going to do with C.D. Lamb in a couple years when you have to pay him? Well, I think Gallup will be gone. I don't like that. Gallup's great. Yeah, but you like – he's great currently for his current contract, but he's played good enough to where he's going to be, in my opinion, overpaid. And I don't think Jerry's very good at negotiating I, contracts. So I actually think C.D. Lamb was an awesome pick for you guys because he's going to replace Gallup eventually. I love C.D. Lamb too. He's He was my favorite receiver coming out of the draft, and I think he's going to be a top 10 receiver in the league for the next – decade or so so whenever you say that i'm shocked that you don't like the pick but I, I do understand where you're coming from where you're basically saying okay here we go again we're going to continue paying these skill positions where we should be getting offensive linemen well let me ask you defense. this Weaver. let me ask you this you say cd lamb's going to be a top 10 receiver in the nfl for the next couple years where's yeah. amari where's amari cooper is he also top 10 because he's going to be he's already paid oh i would have I wouldn't have signed that contract. I would have traded him. Exactly. And here we are. Oh, I wouldn't mind if we, if the Cowboys tomorrow traded Cooper, Zeke, Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, and said, you know what? We made a mistake. 
but you all, I mean, you have all these receivers that show up and, you know, once how many fantasy receivers do everybody pick up that has one game for six yards or no, six catches, 150 yards and two touchdowns the next week in the waiver wire, we're all like, pick him up, pick him up. And then he does nothing. So you're going to have guys that have good games, but you need someone that's going to be consistently like you look at like Mike Evans, you look at Julio Jones, you look at Devontae Adams, you know, I yes, think CD is going to be one of those guys in two years. And Amari Cooper is, to me, is an average receiver. Well, he's paid. He's already paid. So, yeah, you can't, we can't help it. We don't have a tight end. We don't no. have a backside rusher. We don't, like I said, if Neil plays linebacker, we're still stuck in the secondary with no safeties. Our cornerbacks are Jordan Lewis, or Jordan Lewis Anthony Brown. We lost a woozy A to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diggs, Diggs looked good. But you need two decent corners. Who was that awesome corner you had that went to uh, Miami? The name oh. is eluding me. Yeah, Byron Jones, Mister Turnover. He's been. <laughs> I don't know league. why you didn't like him. I don't because he was always beat. And like I said, you watch the games. He was the reason your defense went from. No, oh, I disagree. One hundred percent. Twenty third. Disagree. One hundred percent. He was always getting beat. Always. I don't know about that. He, he, he was your best. best cornerback by far. Oh, he was Amari Cooper, by the way, um, you could tr- still trade him right now. His cap hit is 22 mil, but if you traded him, you would save 14 million. Oh, my God. So he is, you're, yeah. you're still oh, able to trade Amari Cooper right now. I would 100%. I, I've all, me and you and Bob have always been in agreement with this. Wide receivers are a dime a dozen. You can always get somebody in the second or the third that shows up, you know, may have an 800-, 700-yard year as an X. But back to I'd, Byron. I'd appreciate to... it if you didn't put words in my mouth. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> no, I I think that wide receivers are important, but I do think that you can find them easier than other positions. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. So there's, back to, there's part back... of me that agrees with your statement, but dime a dozen. I, I don't want to be a part of that caption. Back to uh, Byron Jones. How many interceptions do you think he had in? Don't no one look. Five years in Dallas. Five years. First I round hope, pick. I hope it's over ten. I'd say I'd say it's like four. No, it's gonna be like sixteen. Two. Oh. Yeah. Two. And one was a Hail Mary at the end of the half. Hey, he earned it. Yeah. <laughs> don't take that away from him. And I like I said, I don't judge my corners only on getting yeah, interceptions. He also didn't only play corner for you guys. He played safety for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and well what I'm saying is Well, you don't know what he was inter- asked to inter- do in coverage. Interceptions. Are turnovers turnovers are taking points away from another team and giving your team opportunities i'm not saying i judge it only solely off interceptions but if you're going to get paid you're going to be a first round pick it's like maurice claiborne i'm pretty sure maurice claiborne had more interceptions than he does you're telling me you can't get a tip ball you can't jump a route you can't do anything you're so far out of position that you're not even close to get the ball i did not like byron jones they have not they hit on digs this year with uh, the corner he had a few good games, got hurt. We'll see. I think corner takes a lot longer to develop in the league than other positions. So we'll see where he ends up. But Dallas is in trouble. It's it's an all or nothing year. I get the COVID last year. We'll see how Mike can kind of transition everything. You know, they got Quinn now coming in to run the defense. Uh, Kellen Mod, I'm not so – not Kellen Mod, uh, Kellen Moore, I'm not so sold on him with uh, – the OC, he had a few good games to start off, and those teams ended up like winning a combined like six games through the whole year. But I said Dallas is. I'm just happy A and M's on the up because <laughs> 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 Dallas is. It's been hard to watch for a long time. 
like I said, Vanderesh, we don't know his he's got neck injuries already. He's great when he plays, but mm-hmm. you gotta play. And then his contract's gonna be coming up. Um, I, I don't I don't agree with your points on interceptions and sacks being a determining factor if someone's good or not. But regardless, I understand where you're coming from and your points are valid. Uh, where do you rank Jerry Jones as a GM? It doesn't sound like having very high. Jerry's just Jerry's a brilliant, brilliant businessman. There's a story where they wanted to do like the tile in the suites at the new stadium, and they didn't like the deal that they were getting with some company overseas. So Jerry bought the company out, <laughs> bankrupt it, flipped it, and then sold it back to another person and then ended up getting what he wanted, like half the price. Jerry is a brilliant businessman. Brilliant. I can't get mad at him for that. Can't get mad at him being rich and all that stuff. But, you know, we almost took Manziel the year we should we took Zach Martin. So it's just he likes the flashy. He likes being in the media. Like the Dak deal taking as long as it did. It's almost like did it take that long so Jerry could just be in the headlines? And it would be very interesting. What made the Cowboys, the Cowboys, Americans team and all that stuff? It's gone. It was always good defense and run the ball. We just signed a quarterback to a massive deal. We have wide receivers. We want to throw the ball 50 times a game. It was always run the ball and play good defense. And Dallas has not had a good defense since 2003. One of, one of the fun things about this division, and by fun I mean interesting things to me, is uh, it's like you all tried to compete for the spotlight rather than compete for the – championship so you have the giants who do something very similar where they pay these high high price skill positions like saquon barkley and now kenny galladay and it just seems like you all are are vying for these these top spots in espn and all these different takes it's it's interesting it's like i said i see dallas i to answer the question now i see dallas winning the division next year nine and seven maybe ten and six and then if by miracle they win the home playoff game losing in the divisional round I don't love that for you guys. Bob, what, what, what do you think about the Cowboys' outlook this season? I think uh, they're a team that could compete um, for the division still, um, but I don't think the division's going to be as good. I think if they go – if they get nine wins, that would be a successful season for this team. Yeah. In terms of, like, that's I, – I think 10 might be too rich for them. Um, but maybe I'm thinking that – because last season, a lot of their players got hurt. And if they were healthy, I might have a different opinion. And I'm not, I don't just mean Dak. Their, their O-line was obliterated. So yeah, well, not even did... Andy Dalton could take them to the promised land. Oh, <laughs> uh, good old Andy, the red rifle. I mean, yeah, they ran through some quarterbacks. They still finished six and 10, but like I said, Dak's got to come back healthy too. And uh, everyone saw it on national television, his foot pointing the other direction. I mean, we saw the Jalen Smith injury and he came back, but it's just if the offensive line isn't healthy and Dak keeps taking shots, that's going to wear on him. Look yeah. what happened to Tony Romo late in his career. I mean, he got to the point where he took one bad shot, and that wasn't from the from 2013, 2014. From 2009 to 2000, I think 12, Tony Romo was sacked more than any quarterback in the league. I mean, it was all, every other play. That's why his back's messed up. But now we have all this money in Dak. If Dak goes down, what's it for? Yeah, that was one of the more gruesome injuries I can remember watching live. It was horrible. Um, I, I agree with you both. I think this is a nine-win team, uh, division winners potentially, uh, possible wild card, and um, 
not that far in the playoffs unless things shake up. Lucky for you all. They need I to think, draft well. They need to yeah, hit they on did. they need to hit on these second and third round picks this year and get somebody that comes in and makes an immediate impact. Do Whether you have a dream it's, situation for uh, pick ten overall, trade back. I all like right. that. That's I'm looking for a player name. Uh, the, the listeners don't want to hear trade back, Steve. I, I, trade back would be the uh, I forgot his name. The offensive tackle out of Northwestern seems the best pick at the time. Later, but if if all of a sudden I wouldn't be surprised if we take a wide receiver. We'll be just, we'll be Detroit until you 2010. Won't take a wide receiver, I know, but Jamar Chase like to, would look pretty good in that that <laughs> yeah. logo. Mm. I tell you what, you want to sell some jerseys, so. <laughs> you know. Hey, my, my hands don't get cramps writing checks. We're, we're, we're going to figure things out here in Dallas. and we're Did gonna... you ever say uh, where you had Jerry ranked? Because I think he's he's lower tier in terms GM... of just a team building. Uh, not, um, I, I guess. GM, bottom bottom half, 16 to 20 range, but businessman in the league, he's number one. I mean, you, the brand, the stadium, everything. <laughs> the, but, star. But, the star. The star. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team. I mean, he's riding that train. He d- are they still great- America's team? Yeah, it's still they local. have to be. Again, I would you, expect you, you to say that. They shouldn't. Do you they think shouldn't there's be. another America's team out there? No, I think that they they are. In terms of the most popular team, in terms of the team that people talk about the most, and to Steve's point, maybe not a great GM, but people do talk about the Cowboys a ton. People love to hate they, the Cowboys. People love to hate the Patriots, but the Patriots win. It's 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 hard to hate a team that wins, but it's easy to hate a team that loses. What? But that doesn't make any sense. It's <laughs> it's so easy to hate a team that wins a lot if they're not your team. I don't hate the everybody. Patriots. Always roots for the underdog. I don't, I don't make sense. I don't hate the Patriots. I, well, then why been, did you just say everyone hates? Everyone likes to hate the Patriots. I said it's easy. It, no, what did I say? It's hard for a team. It's hard to hate a. Fuck it. I don't even care anymore. Run it back. <laughs> Antelope. <laughs> it's a good thing we have uh, unlimited Zoom time now yeah. and we can make some editing out of that. But uh, any last minute thoughts on the Cowboys from you both? Go ahead. It's, it's got to be all or nothing this year. And like I said, nine, nine to 10 wins. I don't see 11. Um, I could see as low as six. And you got to just hope that you're banging on all cylinders going into the playoffs. You know, be like a 2007 Giants getting on a wild card. 2010 Packers and just click even the Patriots this year win your road games get to the Super Bowl and win that's what Dallas is hoping for is it going to happen highly unlikely yeah but that's that's what they're aiming for there is no rebuild Jerry don't have time for it he's going to be 80. Dak signed a four-year contract and I think that contract makes uh, almost cements the fact that they're not going to be competing for a Super Bowl for four years I agree. I think it's gonna. It's just pushing off what you all should have done a while ago, or at least this this off season and try to get another quarterback. Do you think in. there's a there's what are what do you think the chances are that Dallas? You know, you flash forward a year to two years and they're doing a, a Philly thing where they're already trading off their quarterback. Oh, I don't think they trade Dak. I think that they would they would trade. They're gonna trade Mari Cooper. I'd imagine. But you would probably say year. the same thing when Carson Wentz signed his contract. Uh, yes and no. I mean, Wentz had a good season and then he had some, let, let's, let's talk about them. Um, right, yeah. to segue, good transition. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Did well, you on, post let, before? Let, <laughs> let, let me, uh, let me finish doing this for you. <laughs> we should have said this though, just to finish on what happens when Dak gets hurt again this year. 
right, we'll, well say, we'll say her, yeah, we'll say let's hope that, not. But let's go to uh, well, who are we going to Philly? Yeah, we're going to Philly to segue. And um, we'll, we'll start with the burning question. Shake it up. Did they make the right decision by keeping Hertz over Wentz? Um, let me go first. Actually, let me change it up also. And did you say, write your own burning question so you could go first? Yes, this, I did. Is this what's happening right now? Yes, and uh, and I think it was the right move. <laughs> Uh, for two reasons, Hertz is on a rookie contract. Wentz was getting paid too much, and uh, Wentz was either hurt or not good, which is not what you want as a starting quarterback. Uh, I don't know if Hertz is the the guy moving forward, but I like the potential upside he has uh, with the running ability. And again, he's on a rookie contract. What say you, Bob? Uh, did they make the right decision? I'm I'm gonna say no. Uh, to be contrarian uh, because they're in salary cap hell. There's still 15 million in the red that I don't think this team was going to be good next year, regardless of who was under center. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd say, why not just, you know, you got that contract, you're going to be biting the bullet, but maybe he turns it around, gets a little more value. You sold him at the lowest point in his career. If he would have, if you would have kept him for another year and he still wasn't maybe the guy you thought you were getting, he probably goes up in value. That was the lowest he's ever been. So I, uh, I probably would I say know. keep him because you're not going to, I don't know. I don't, I think it's a lose lose situation. They're really, they're really just in a bad spot. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? Break the tie. They had to get Wentz out of there, hundred percent. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I feel, I feel. So nobody hates the Eagles more than I do. But Wentz, when Nick Foles won that Super Bowl as a backup, that was it. Was it for Wentz? It was, it was a mental thing. Think about this. He is supposed to be the franchise quarterback. He co- he should have had the MVP that year if he would have stayed healthy. He was lighting it up. They get hurt. He gets hurt. Foles comes in and wins a Super Bowl, the Philly special. We've all seen it. Now every team has that play. I talked about Dak catching a touchdown, same play. Everyone's got that. Wentz was going to work every day, supposing to be a franchise quarterback with a statue outside the stadium of his backup. Like it was just, it, he, that screwed him up. It was time for him to get out of there. And I'm, I think they did the right move getting rid of him. Do I think Hurts is the issue, is the answer? No. I'm happy they did that. I'm more scared of Wentz than I am of uh, Jalen Hurts. But Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> that kind of tells me that you, you think that they should have kept Wentz just based yeah. off of oh. the fact that as a Cowboys fan, you <laughs> yeah. think that it was <laughs> – They, 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 sh- they, sh- they should have kept him pure talent-wise. If I was an uh-huh. Eagles fan, I would have want that. But I understand, like I said, Carson Wentz, he just was never going to – Everyone's been looking at him as the franchise quarterback there, and his backup wins the Super Bowl. It's a mental thing. I'm sorry. You look at some of these quarterbacks. They're great in high school. They gr- they're great in college. They get drafted in the top four picks to a shitty team, and then they, they, they fall off the they fall off the map. It's it's what? it's a mental thing. Wait, you what? know. You this think Wentz went to a shitty team? And no, no, he didn't go off? to a, he, he didn't go to shit. I think quarterback is a position you need to be mentally there for. Yeah. And I don't think he was mentally in Philly anymore since Foles came in and won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I'm, His team I, I'm loves backups. And yeah, now they have he, Hurts as another backup starting. You're going, you're going to work every day, and your backup 
from a couple years ago has a statue outside the stadium. Yeah, but they already shipped off the backup and they kept you. So doesn't, I mean, doesn't, if he's doesn't if matter. He's got to go every day, and they're just now. It's just like, well, we won, and I I know how Philly fans are. We won with our backup. Big if he's that sensitive, uh, no. he would have never made it in Philly anyway, because those fans will just eat his ass up. Well, maybe that's why he didn't make it, because he wasn't good the last two seasons. Um, what a Philly thing to do, by the way, by putting some scrub quarterback uh, as a statue. It's like Listen, Rocky they all were, over again. <laughs> they have wanted. A, they've been waiting for a Super Bowl since the three NFC titles they lost with McNabb. I think it's kind of cool. And here's another thing, too. No, it's stupid. What was that last? What was the movie, the Disney movie with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, uh, Invincible uh, or Invincible, something? Yeah. yeah. This team loves underdogs. Well, you know, it's, it's a crazy. city of brotherly love, Hooper. <laughs> well, think, think about stupid. this, too. Nick Foles, or Nick Foles' nickname was Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Every we day the guy... have to have an explicit for this episode. I gotta tell yeah. you, I would... <laughs> I can think of about nice. a million worse nicknames to have. <laughs> Like, if you guys want to start calling me Big Dick, you're more than welcome to. Well, Whether the shoe fits is, or not. How would you like your backup to be named Big Dick? <laughs> you know, winning this. I'm just, put it this way. Wins going out I of wouldn't there, want going, the guy behind me being named Big Dick, if that's no. what you're asking. Yes, exactly. Oh, and as you're walking in, there his giant 10-foot statue <laughs> with a three-foot dick sitting there. <laughs> Did they stick a sock in that statue? Oh, it's definitely an all-time episode. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's it's, it's ten twenty eight. Everybody Just on a Sunday. To open beer number three. Yeah, oh, madness, baby. I had La, La Fiesta for dinner, so. <laughs> Careful for any team that hires Minshew. Um, margaritas. Uh-huh. In twenty, so I want to do an overview of the team last two years really quickly. Uh, in twenty nineteen, they finished fourteenth on offense, twelfth on defense, and finished uh, nine and seven. 2020 28th on offense that huge step back which we just talked about with Wentz and then 15th on defense so their defense has been consistently average to above average each season but they finished 4 and 11 and their draft hasn't been spectacular they've had a couple starters uh, but nobody who's been a star in my opinion Andre Dillard attacker tackle in the first round of 2019 who's been playing for them or will now that uh, Jason Peters is gone Miles Sanders has, when he's in the lineup, he's a good running back. I think above average. I don't think he's a great running back personally. And he's, then a last... ro- he's a good roster guy. He he makes a couple big plays every other game. You know, you can move him out in the slot and all that stuff. He's not bad. Do you guys think he makes a second contract with the team? No, no. Yeah, he's one of those who his rookie contract and he's gone. Uh, with the Packers, probably should done with Aaron Jones. Twenty twenty, Jalen Rager the receiver who is TBD. Um, I, I personally am not super optimistic that he's going to be talented, uh, but a lot of people like him. Jalen Hurts, we'll discuss more in a second. And then John Hightower, a long shot, who's played a couple snaps a receiver. Other than that, their, their, their two drafts have been pretty poor. Uh, Bob, any notable players there before we jump into their cap situation? Um, on those there, I, I did like, uh, Andre Dillard coming out. I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, if, and when he gets the starting gig at tackle, how he fares. Cause I did like him coming out of, uh, Washington state, mm-hmm. uh, JJ, our Sega white side, I thought would be better coming out of Wisconsin, but he's kind of just, yeah, he's laid an egg. I think I he's he going to be the profession, uh, possession receiver, but he just hasn't been able to do anything. He hasn't even been getting any playing time. So. Some tells me he's uh, on his way out of the league. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager, I think if he didn't get injured last year, he would have saw more playing time and then got 
you might have still have him on your fantasy team. Um, but no. I will say the one game he played uh, with Jalen Hurts under center, he he actually he performed. So maybe this next year he might get a lot of the target share. But yeah. other than that, no, there's there's not really a whole lot there. I don't have a ton of confidence in Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't know. Let's put we'll a pin in that um, and, and talk about their cap really quick. Um, I think I already touched on a little bit. They're negative 15 and a half million. Um, Yikes. Yeah, so they're the 31st ranked. They might actually be 32nd now. I think I was looking at it. They might have the lowest cap. Okay. It's one of the bottom two. And they got Fletcher Cox cap hit of 23 million. Yeah, oh three God. of their top five uh, paid players are all edge rushers in Fletcher Cox. Or actually, no, excuse me, Fletcher Cox interior. Uh, but they have Brandon Graham and then Derek Barnett, who's a first rounder once upon a time from Tennessee, and Brandon Graham's out of Michigan. Uh, but they're all they're all making over 10 mil. They have Lane Johnson, who plays right tackle for them, and then Zach Ertz, who I thought might be on his way out at tight end this year. But um, to my knowledge, he's still on the team. Yeah, I think it's going to be traded. Um, he had a very, he had a very ahead. underperforming season last year, Zach Ertz. Like, I, he, I think he, I'm looking right now. He only had 36 catches, 335 yards, one touchdown. I mean, that's not. I think two years ago, I think he had maybe 12 touchdowns. It's just very underperforming. But when you're switching quarterbacks, as much as they were, they 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 always seem to have problems on the offensive line with health issues. But yeah, Zach Ertz, for as much as he's taking up cap space, he's I don't see him there much longer. Fourth highest cap hit, and Dallas Goddard was good. Yeah. I mean, they look like the same player. Dallas Goddard, just younger. I agree. Uh, they it, already have the backup in place, so it yep. just makes sense to move on. This team feels like a team who paid the people who won the Super Bowl for him and are just going to be bad for the next three exactly. or five years. Um, Fletcher Cox. Thank you, checks. Yeah, Fletcher Cox, Brennan Graham, Lane Johnson, Zach Ertz, and Derek Burnett all older older players who are their top five players and they don't have that much young talent on their team in my opinion um let's discuss jalen Hurts. so they have the sixth pick this draft uh there's a possibility that one of the top four quarterbacks fall to them and if it does my 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 guess is that they'll probably have to trade up to get a top four quarterback but let's assume for instance uh one of these four quarterbacks slipped to them at six do you both agree, starting with you, Bob, that they should take a quarterback? Um, I think you should trust in your evaluation. Um, if one quarterback falls to you and it's not the guy you believe in, then pass. Because your, your roster is bad and getting worse right now because of your salary situation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the players that are good on your team are older. So, I mean, this would be a, a situation where a quarterback comes in and doesn't exactly land in a favorable situation so i don't know i could see trading back and just planning for next year or the year after that um just start acquiring future picks but what do you think steve yeah go ahead steve sitting there at six i mean it just depends what you see and what you want for these quarterbacks that are coming out i mean obviously they have they took jalen hurts in the second round last year they got rid of wins do they want to tr- are they drafting a quarterback this year is not going to get them that far. I like the trading back thing. I know I say that with a lot of teams, but where they're sitting at six, if they're not going to go quarterback, 
I'm more scared they take someone like Devontae Smith or Kyle Pitts and just one of these athletic guys that's just going to torch the Dallas defense for the next couple of years. I mean, you mm-hmm. they're not going to win this year. They're not. Trade back or take someone that you see having a good six to eight year career. You're probably going to be in the top ten next year and re-eval- reevaluate those quarterbacks. I agree. Uh, I didn't think I would until you both said trade back. Um, when I, if I'm a young, if I'm an old team, sorry, and I don't have a lot of talent, I would recommend trading back in the draft to acquire as many pieces as possible. Uh, and if I were a good team, a possible contender, I would possibly think about trading up and getting one of these stars like Jamar Chase, or you mentioned Devontae Smith, uh, to, to plug in a hole or two. I actually like the idea a lot, and I think the Eagles should trade back rather than address a quarterback or or address a receiver because the receivers in this class are deep. You don't really need one. You could probably get two to fill in with Jalen Rager, and that would start to form a really good receiving core. So I like the idea of trading back for them. And uh, if the if – uh, one of the four quarterbacks do fall, the Patriots will be calling, and I think the Eagles owe us a little something. <laughs> Any last-minute thoughts on the Eagles? Um so if it plays out the way kind of we all want and they all trade back, how long will uh, this new head coach have a job? Uh, I hope he has a long leash, uh, three, four years at least. Um, came from, he's the offensive coordinator for the Colts. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I can't. Nick Sirianni. That's good. Are you Italian? Uh, no, but I married one. <laughs> I'd like to buy... I'd like to buy a vowel on that last name. (laughs) Steve, how how long do you think Nick lasts if uh, they do trade back like we're recommending they should? Well, like I said, you never know what's going to come out next year. There might be four franchise quarterbacks and then a top five picks. I think the Eagles will be drafting top 10 next year. I think trade back this year. If you can't, if they don't fall rebuild, Find like Kyle Pitts isn't a. I don't like taking a tight end that early, but it's not a horrible pick. Devontae Smith, they need some deep threat, good receiver. You know, he's not going to have a. Most receivers don't have that great of a rookie year anyway. Nothing like spectacular. And then you'll you'll go in the next year with at least a seasoned wide receiver or seasoned tight end. And then if you take a quarterback, then you have kind of like you got some weapons around him to use for it. You never know what happens in free agency either. Yeah. Let's move did, on. Uh, did we Go think? Ahead. Of, uh, did we think uh, much of their three uh, free agent signings? Um, Anthony Harris Hassan was a good Bridget. signing. Anthony Harris was the last one. I was yeah, one. Say. Yeah, he was the million. only one that actually did anything for me out of the Vikings. Yeah. coming from the Vikings, I, I like that signing. They're they're going to bring be bringing that Colts uh, defensive philosophy, which is pretty zone heavy. Um, so I don't know. Having a safety back there, they run a lot of cover two keep everything in front, bend, don't break, old Big Ten style defense, which <laughs> is somehow coming back into the league. Wow. They're that replacing Anthony defense. Harris with uh, Jalen Mills, so that would be an upgrade in my book. Um, <laughs> yeah. How many wins do you think this team has in store for them? Uh, my, my, my guess would be five or six. Yeah, I would say they're capped out at five. Uh, capped out at six, between three and six. And I do like the uh, – Anthony Harris signing. I, same thing with the Neil in Dallas. I love all these teams going after some pretty decent players for one-year deals. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I don't think that's necessarily do the uh, teams doing that as much as it is the uh, players and the agents because there's just not 
as much money out there right now. So they're yeah, assuming well, yeah, next year they'll get a bigger one. You'll yeah, get I like money. what the teams are doing. Yeah, you'll get the most out of them this year because next year when there's more money, they want to get paid. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Eagles, they're going to be the underdog, underdog next year. So look for them to win the championship. Uh, moving on to Washington. And... The Washington Sentinels. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about a team with no name. <laughs> I don't hate it uh, personally. I'm sure we'll discuss that sometime down the road. Uh, but they, in 20, when we run out of topics, maybe. Yeah. So they had 20, my favorite, my favorite free agent signing. Go ahead, Hoover. But they had my favorite free agent signing. Ooh. I I know it's going to be the burning question, so we'll get there. Uh, 2019, they finished 30th on offense and 27th on defense. Just an absolute horrible season. Three and 13. Uh, 2020, they took a step forward. They finished 32nd, though, on offense, dead last. Third on defense, not too shabby. Uh, and their last two drafts, you know, let's skip that and go to the burning question. Uh, burning question, 38-year-old Fitzmagic signing. Is it is it a Band-Aid? And where do they find their future quarterback? Go ahead, Bob. Um, it definitely is just a Band-Aid. That guy lives to be... Uh just the transition quarterback. That's what he does. He goes somewhere to get replaced. Um, where do they find their future uh, quarterback? Uh, I don't think they get one this year, honestly. I think that's going to be maybe a next off-season trade. I, I think they're probably going to be uh, too deep in the draft. I think they'll have too many wins um, to be able to get one high in the draft. I don't think they're going to be drafting that high. I have thoughts on that in a second. Steve, what's your answer to the question? I love that <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic is on another team. His closet at home has to look like a footlocker store, like just all <laughs> these jerseys on the wall. I've played for all these teams, and I just hope by the time he's all said and done, he's played for at least half the league. I think he's already at 10 now, but he's going to come in. It's, it's a Band-Aid. He's going to come in. He can win you – maybe four to seven games tops but they got rid of alex smith they read they did resign kyle allen dwayne haskins jr was a total disaster so he's got some weapons he's got he's got some skill position guys that they do scare me they're they're good players um he's got jd mckinsey out of the back and he's seasoned enough he's a harvard guy um yeah, he can come in there and he can – I do think Washington is a scary team. They could win the division. I have them second. I, uh, I, I hate the signing personally. I like Fitzmagic, and I think it's, like, great for him. This is not what this team should be doing. This team should not be pushing their chips in for one year to finish, what, eight and eight, nine and seven next season, in my opinion. Um, I think this team has everything that they need besides a quarterback and they should be trying to get one as quickly as they can. Fitzmagic is just a band-aid that's going to postpone their success for years to come. In my opinion, you know, um, you're just like, you're just like all the other haters, Hoover. You're not believing in Fitzmagic. There, you don't you win did. a championship with Fitzmagic. There's no <laughs> he way. He did rank out as the uh, 19th best quarterback. Uh, given his circumstance in Miami, Wonderful. coming out, coming in, coming back out. This team has bench. zero shot at winning a championship uh, next 19, year. 19th rank does put him uh, out of my uh, Your top good 10. quarterback. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think he pushes them there, but I think the roster is pretty solid. 
otherwise. I, I think people look at this team and go, okay, they're going in the right direction, but I see them as a team who actually should have taken another step back to take a step forward um, quicker. And it's just my philosophy. Like if you don't have a top seven quarterback, get one or else you won't win a championship consistently. And this team has a lot of pieces to be able to have the ability to win championships on a consistent basis. And their whole is a quarterback. And it doesn't seem like to your question, Bob, they're not, trying to fix it for the future. They're just going to keep plugging these band-aids and they're going to be going down this road of uh, mediocre seasons. If Um, you took a, if you took their owner and the situation that, you know, the Washington football is in, I don't, I don't think their owner is necessarily one of the best owners to play for. So a lot of players don't love going there, but if you took that out of the equation and you just said, hypothetically, who would be a good quarterback for them? What if they pulled the move just like Tampa Bay did, and got an elite quarterback like Aaron Rodgers once he gets shipped out of Green Bay. Yeah, that's their only shot is to get one of these veteran How quarterbacks. How good would like this Peyton team be Manning. if they had Aaron Rodgers, though? Like a they, year from they now, would be two a years contender. from now. I'm looking at the roster, and I'm like, this is a contending roster aside from the quarterback position. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, and I, you, you don't do that by like getting a mediocre quarterback, in my opinion. But what are you going to say? I think I think what they're doing this year, they're just going to go through the motions, go through the years, see what they know. They're in a weak division. They could get to eight and eight and get to the playoffs. Um, they got JD McKenzie. They got Peyton Barber. Gibson was a great running back. I think they're what they're looking at is plugging. You know, having a good draft this year. I just don't think even if Aaron Rodgers went there this year, I don't think they they make much progress. And I think you know they'll be next year in that seven to sixteen range in the draft. And maybe there they move up. But I think this year they're just kind of – they're going to plug some holes that they need, maybe draft some linemen. You know, I know they need uh, some linebackers or some uh, secondary help. But I just don't think – I know you're all about drafting this quarterback if you don't have one. I just don't think this is a team that even if they got that – even if they got Trevor Lawrence this year, it's not going to make – they still – they're going to just – they're going to have to address – next year what they don't get this year if they got trevor lawrence does that make sense yeah but it's easier to it's harder to get a quarterback than it is to get any other position so i'm not saying if you get trevor lawrence you're going to be a contender next season i'm saying you'll be a contender in three three years for 10 years rather than what they're currently doing and they're trying to be good one year which is just next year yeah but you have to sign somebody yeah somebody's gonna have to think Someone's yeah. Someone's got to take the snap. <laughs> and I'd argue, I'd argue, anybody you put under center that's you would also rank in the top thirty-two is good enough to make this team not be drafting in the top five. The roster's too talented. And, and they should do, in my opinion, uh, get get a quarterback who has some question marks. Um, like they should have tried to get Wentz. They could. They should get. I actually Sam think Darnold. it would be better. Yeah, Sam Darnold. They should get um, uh, Marcus Mariota. These quarterbacks who haven't reached their potential or they're just not good and they won't ever do it. But we know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, in my opinion. And he's I'd love to see the YOLO ball. I keep saying it. Jameis Winston. It is an absolute shame that he is not starting for a team because whether you like the guy or not, he is exciting. He giveth and he taketh away. (laughs) You know what? Every pass he throws is a completion. Just depends what team. It doesn't matter what team. Yeah. <laughs> if you counted both teams, he's completing passes at an astounding rate. 
One of the reasons this team uh, does have a good roster is their draft the last two years has been awesome, aside from Dwayne Haskins in 2019 in the first round. Uh, Montez Sweat's a good player. Terry McLaurin in the third round. What an amazing steal. Uh, and then Cole Holcomb, who's a starting linebacker in the fifth round. Am- amazing value there. Three starting positions in, in 2019. 2020 was even better. Chase Young, which I want to put a pin in this because I think that was a bad pick. Antonio Gibson, I love this pick for them. Um, and then they have Cameron Curl, the safety, who took over Landon Collins' spot. He's incredible. And he got, they got him in the seventh round. So they got, again, three starters, potentially four, in the 2020 draft as well. They're just knocking it out of the park. Bob, what do you, what's your thoughts on their draft the last two years? I, I mean, the fact that they're, they're hitting on picks – Tells you it can't be a bad thing. I mean, that's it's yeah, good. good. Um, Montez Sweat, I actually liked a lot. He was a converted tight end. Um, that's cool. So he was a little raw, and I think he came on pretty strong last year. So I think uh, it's it's only ups for him. Scary Terry McLaurin. You know how I feel about my Buckeyes. Love the guy to death. Amazing. Uh, Chase Young, same thing. But I know where you're going to go on that as far as the reason you dislike it because he mm-hmm. uh, doesn't play a valuable valuable position like quarterback Antonio Gibson I I like what he brings out of the backfield as a receiver Cameron Curl I think he's actually for a seventh rounder he's an absolute steal because I think he's a starting caliber safety and uh, Landon Collins who I think he could replace has a price tag currently just under 17 million Um, I think he's gonna replace that's a that's a big yikes Mm -hmm. 17 million for Landon Collins who rated as the 62nd best safety last year. Yeah, Cameron Curl is going to be their starting safety next year, strong safety. Um, Let's discuss the Chase Young thing because they had Dwayne Haskins in 2019. And I think deep down they they knew he was a bad quarterback, but they decided to take uh, Chase Young over Justin Herbert, over Tua. And I think if you ask this team now, if they were to trade Chase Young for Justin Herbert, they would do it 10 times out of 10. And I think they made a huge mistake in taking Chase Young because in 45 years from now, they're going to have to pay him. And he's going to be making similar money to Demarcus Lawrence as their highest paid player. And we see how that's working out for the Cowboys. Um, Bob, you're a Buckeyes fan, but I mean, do you agree with the logic of they probably should have addressed quarterback because they knew Dwayne Haskins wasn't going to be good? I think if you're looking at it, in a vacuum, you're absolutely right. Quarterback, who Dwayne Haskins was kind of the guy they thought might be the quarterback and ended up being garbage, um, didn't pan out. So they could have taken a quarterback there. That doesn't necessarily mean the quarterback they take there is going to be good, but they could have taken one there. Um, and that's a more valuable spot, so I understand. But that doesn't necessarily mean next year they're not going to get a quarterback. Like if they have Chase Young for 10 to 12 years and he's elite, you know, a top five edge every time and they eventually do get their quarterback while he is still good. I don't think it's a bad pick, but yeah, in a vacuum, you'd rather have a great quarterback than a great edge rusher. I mean, so I do agree. I think something that might've played a role in the fact that they took a chance on Haskins was the COVID year and they had a new head coach in Ron Rivera who uh, congrats for beating cancer. Nice for the job, cap. He's a survivor. Um, but yeah, I think 
if he, if they would have had more OTAs and that type of stuff, and he actually saw who was under center before the draft and that type of stuff, I don't know. Maybe it would have been different. Maybe they would have taken a quarterback. But I, I honestly think they probably would have taken Tua, who I don't think is proven that he's a better pick than Chase Young. Uh, I would have to agree. Steve, what's, what's your thoughts? I love the Chase Young pick. I mean, if I'm a, Was- <laughs> if, if I'm a Washington fan, I mean, look at Cleveland. They took Miles Garrett a few years ago. Yeah, look at Cleveland. They're not sorry contending. They haven't won anything. This is like what the I'm Houston sorry, Texans did with Javion Clowney and Watt. Like you don't win with a good edge rusher. You can have the best one in the league. Fun, fun Miller won a Super Bowl. That's yeah, the most and valuable player on no, that team. No, he went no. to he Peyton went to a Manning. fantastic college. No, Peyton Manning what? didn't do shit that year. He, if he was not a quarterback and it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, they would not have won the Super Bowl. Mm, that's debatable, but let's let's stay uh, stay on. Yeah, I like I like I like the Chase Young pick. He's a freak of an athlete. Um, he's cut, built, fast. Uh, watching him pick up and scoop and score that touchdown, I think it was against the Cardinals last year. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, I would love to have a player like that on my team. It's someone. Listen, he was going to go in the next two picks, regardless. Someone was going to take him. I think you can build a defense around a great edge rusher like Chase Young. You can't you can't fix everything every year. And I understand no, the Dwayne Haskins picks terrible. But you you shake your head, Hoover. The, you have to put a defense out there. I promise you. Yeah. Every good every corners. you don't every, need a good edge rusher. I, I, a good edge rusher makes a corners even better. Good corners make edge rushers better. I dis I disagree. I Look disagree. At the I, I think they won a Super Bowl with no edge rushers, and they had an incredible secondary both times they won. You guys were always top ten in the defense. I don't think it was just because of your, your corners. I, I do because their edge rushers were horrible. Um, I, I do want to I do want to talk about one of my favorite signings, and Curtis Samuel is my second favorite signing of the off season. He's going to be incredible in this offense, and I think he's perfect for what uh, what they need to to complement Terry McLaurin. Do you guys like that signing in William Jackson as well? Another good one. They had a good offseason aside from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. You can take that one first. Curtis Samuel's good. He's a good slot guy. I mean, he's gone through since he's been drafted by Carolina. You know, he went through. It's funny. He's back with Kyle Allen, who's uh, signed with the uh, – they did <laughs> sign Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. who's a traitor. But uh... <laughs> Why? <laughs> he no, a... He's going to go back to Texas A&M. Tom. No, but uh... – Just keep – stay focused. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, he, he's going to play in the slot. He's good. Untapped potential, I think, because he went from Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, changing all that stuff, changing offenses, changing head coach. It's a good signing for what they need for a slot guy with Terry on the outside. Uh, you got J.D. McKenzie, who is a pass-catching machine out of the backfield. I think him going into that offense is going to open up a – he's a jet sweep type of guy. He's reverse type of guy. He's across the middle – out of the slot, quick out across route. the middle. He said it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's Drake. a secret word. Yeah, <laughs> I I think him being in the slot, he was one of the best available signees this year, and they did a good job signing him. Yeah, great signing for them. Um, love that move. I, I'm nervous about it. Whoa. I I I uh, obviously Curtis Samuel came from uh, the Ohio State University, so I wanted him to go somewhere where he's going to succeed. I think they needed a wide receiver there and they could have used a slot guy because they don't have one that is, you know, necessarily going to take that role and Curtis Samuel couldn't fill it. But uh, 
Curtis Samuel had a breakout year this last year when Ron Rivera was not there. And all the years previously in his career, he was with Ron Rivera and he didn't really do all that much. And now he's back with Ron Rivera. And I, I don't know if it actually is a good fit for him. I think mm. it, it might be good for the team, but I don't, I don't know if it's great for him statistically. Yeah, I was really bad with you. Uh, but when you were gone, I was good. So I'm going to go back to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't know. Uh, good Weird. for him. I actually, I mean, the Fitzpatrick signing I like the most on this team, but the William Jackson, the third corner who uh, was originally or was previously with the Bengals who had an amazing rookie season was the signing I like the most for them. Yeah, another good signing. Good offseason for them. Um, how do I we agree. think this team's going to finish? Bob, you first. Um, if they don't get hampered by injuries i could see this being a 10 or 11 win team whoa you're here to hear first afc east winners washington uh, sentinels steve what about you they're going to compete with dallas wouldn't be surprised that they're playing each other week 16 or 17 for the division i think they're somewhere between seven and ten wins with dallas it's just going to be injuries and all that stuff where it fares out through the year but there, uh, it's Washington and Dallas for this division. You guys are going to hate this take, but I think that we're going to be a six-win team, personally. Um, a lot of talent, horrible quarterback, and um, their defense finished third last year. I personally think they're probably going to take a step back. I think they overachieved um, based off of the people that they're playing, Dallas, Philly, and uh, the Giants. And I do think all those teams are getting a little bit better where they were really bad last year. I think, so, I think the Eagles are going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, except the Eagles, yeah. Good hey, you point. say you say six wins, Hoover. That's that's a playoff <laughs> team in the NFC East. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. That's like, good enough to compete. Yeah, hey. <laughs> they they won. They got the uh, title last year, last season with seven. So. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to digress one win and miss the playoffs. <laughs> you idiot. Let's move on to the Giants, who – Oh, boy. Um, the New York football Giants? Yeah, 2019, they finished 22nd on offense. Amen. There it is. Uh, 28 on defense. In 2020, they finished 22nd on twenty-six on offense. Excuse me, uh, 19th on defense. So they took a step forward on defense and then took a step back on offense. Uh, both seasons under six wins and uh, shaky draft for both seasons. In fact, one of their first round picks in 2019 is no longer with the team. Um, but the burning question that I think is our best burning question yet, when is the next Manning draft eligible? Because this team can only win with Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, when is the next Manning coming through? Um, I don't know, but I'm looking at uh, around 2025 is my guess. Uh, let me Google fans. it real quick. <laughs> Steve, take it away. <laughs> I love what the Giants are doing all over the board. <laughs> it, just, it just eliminates one of these crappy teams in this division. Yeah, you love um, it for Cowboys. Oh, 100%. When they took Daniel Jones. And here's here's a great theory. I mean, Daniel Jones was drafted, what, second, third? I think he was top five. I don't know if you're second. Top five. And top. you're all about these top five quarterbacks, Hoover. There's one of them right there. Yeah, and look but- what – my point is, if you, if you if you draft one and you know he's not going to be good, you move on as quickly as possible to the next I, one. 
I agree with that. And Arizona did that. And I like Arizona what Arizona did. did. It. Yeah, that's what Washington should have done with Dwayne Haskins. Arizona did the smart thing. But Daniel, I mean, they got Shaquan Barkley. That's another giant contract in the making. They sign uh, Galladay to a big contract. Daniel Jones, <laughs> when he got caught running that touchdown, <laughs> I was just like, this, this is the NFC East this year. It's just ter- He's terrible. I'm so happy he plays for them. I have never once been like, oh, no, you know, they got Daniel Jones. Yeah, I agree. But, I, I couldn't agree more. And, I, and I, I, they should do exactly what Arizona did. Be like, well, we screwed this up. Bye. You know, same thing. You Like I said, you love these top five quarterbacks. Mitchell Trubisky, another one. A lot of these teams go for these guys and they miss on them. But I, I, I think like it's what... easier when you have the number one overall pick. I, I don't think the Giants are able to do what Arizona did because they don't have the number one overall pick. What quarterback's yeah. there for them to take? Yeah, they didn't have the ability to uh, get one of those top guys in, in um, 2020. For the answer, uh, Arch Manning is 15 years old right now. So you're looking at 2026. Unbelievable. At the earliest. Well, that's right on cue for their, uh, their <laughs> typical title every 10 years. Um, what's their cap situation, Bob? Because, I mean, this team has uh, no talent. I'm sure they have a lot of cap space. They have some talent, guys. Come on. Show some respect. Uh, uh, They're 12.6 million under the cap right now. But that's that's for current roster, I should clarify. Mm -hmm. Um, If you were to cut it down to 51, man, uh, they actually are under the cap. They have a 1.9 1.9 million to spend. So, okay. So they've had some, they've had some good signings. Um, I like the Reggie Ragland signing. Kyle Rudolph, you know, it just gives him another option. Um, I know he felt like he got the shaft in Minnesota, but he'll play opposite to Evan Ingram. Like I said, Kenny Galladay gives him a deep threat. They still have like Sterling Shepard, um, Dante, Darius or, Slayton. Yeah, I mean, they still got some. They still got some weapons, but. <laughs> You look, it's it's Daniel Jones. Daniel, everyone's gonna play eight in the box and be like, All right, let's see if Shaquan Barkley is gonna run this. So he's not, All right, Daniel, throw the ball there, buddy. You know, yeah, I think he's terrible. I've not seen one thing, I've watched him play enough. I've not seen one series where I'm like, There's your franchise quarterback. Uh, do they think he was a Manning because he kind of looks like one? Acts mm-hmm. like one. They were trying to find Eli's doppelganger. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. So yeah, this this team, they're paying Leonard Williams, James Bradbury, Nate Solder, Blake Martinez, and Saquon Barkley. Those are their top five paid players. Did uh, Nate Soldier officially retire yet? He should. He's not great. I, I think he's pretty much done. And then they lost their um, right guard as well. So I think they have some serious holes on the o-line coming up yeah and they they didn't address it i don't i don't believe maybe they will in the draft but in free agency they they did not they went skill and edge position they signed Um, mike lennon the neck yeah perfect that guy is the giraffe (laughs) if i've ever seen a giraffe as a human being um i got i got one for you guys uh daniel jones since we just got done uh telling everyone how great he was where do you think he ranked in PD uh, in PFF? Rankings? I saw this when I was looking. It was like it was top. Whoa, whoa, six. whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, What? You can't do a spoiler. Let's sorry, Stephen. Oh, I would, I would, I would have said. I mean, because you you segue to that, I would have said probably top fourteen. 
But if you're no, I'm looking six, for a ranking, not a top, not a window. I'm looking for a number. A well. I, I think you should keep it to yourself because you've referenced this a lot, and people are going to hear a number and go, "Well, there must be a child doing that." <laughs> Please, don't, I, I'm fourth. How about? Fourth? I don't know what the hell you're saying over there, Stephen. Six. He uh, he ranked 18th. Okay, then uh, that makes sense. Okay, Hoover, you thought Hoover scared me when he said, "Oh, I saw it. It was six. I'm like, if Daniel Jones is six, then I think he's probably like the 18th. <laughs> then you need to throw that <laughs> damn metric <laughs> yeah. out the window. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. PFF guys, anyways. Yeah. Bunch of nerds never played football a day in their life. Yeah, he ranked 18th, and I'm sure, like, everyone after 21 didn't even play a full season. That's not how that works. You have to uh, play a certain number of snaps just to even get ranked. Well, I don't know how the ranking works, but like I said, Daniel Jones, anyone listening to this right now, nobody would want him as their franchise quarterback. That's a miss. That's a uh, I bet Washington would take him right now. The Washington football team over Fitz Magic? No, the other Washington. <laughs> Washington would actually probably like it. I think that's I, one I of those. Chicago like, would actually potential. take them right now too. Well, Chicago took Trubisky, so <laughs> Denver. Denver would probably say, "Oh, we we upgraded." Um, there's not much else to cover with the Giants, is there? I mean, this is a horrible team. What's their uh, their ceiling, Steve? Four to six wins. They're going to be back there with Philly. They might be there. This will be the type of team that late in the season, Washington or Dallas will be in the playoff hunt with each other. And they'll be going into New York in December and New York will get a big win, like 34 to 20 over either Dallas and ruin their season. Like Jason Garrett's done everywhere he goes, but they'll have one big win on the schedule and they'll finish somewhere between four and six wins. Yeah. Bob, what about you? Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think they'll probably be what they finished six and 10. Yeah. I'll say six and 10, seven and nine range. Has anyone seen a picture of Joe judge yet? Oh, I know what he looks like. (laughs) He looks like Daniel Jones. I I still don't know if I know what that guy looks like. Yeah. He looks like Daniel Jones. They're basically, does he? Joe judge is not a good coach. And, um, people should stop hiring these bill belichick disciples because they try to replicate what he does it just doesn't work out i'm not afraid of joe judge when you google i I gotta oh there he is thanks dude uh i I do have a question since uh the giants hired a new offensive coordinator who was formerly the dallas head coach jason garrett they uh went from the 22nd best offense to the 26th best offense. That's good. And then since Jason Garrett left. The Cowboys. The offense, yeah, for the Cowboys, he was in – they were the second best offense. Mm -hmm. And then he left, and they went to the 24th best offense. So something doesn't add up. Is Kellen Moore just that good? Because he was – that was his first uh, year as the O.C., in 19, 2019, what do you think of Kellen Moore, Steve? I think Kellen Moore has got – he brings in the Boise State, the fun, the different formations, spreading people out. But, like I said, 2019, we played, I think, Miami. We didn't play a team with a winning record till like, the fourth or fifth week, and then we got blown out. But 
If you're asking if I'd rather have Kellen than Jason, I'd rather that just because the NFL is changing. Look what uh, they're doing in Kansas City. Look what they're doing in Tampa. It's all these fun routes, fun formations and all that. I just think Jason Garrett's too traditional. You know, he played quarterback in the 90s. You know, he's just boring. But Uh, Jason – hey, Jason Garrett, they (laughs) – the Giants kept – he once again kept the Cowboys out of the playoffs. He wasn't a good head coach. Everyone, you know, the clapper. I don't, I don't know if that's what I think of. But I think ahead. of the clapper. Should we just end on that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, um, I have Clap the on. Clap I, off. I have the Giants finishing uh, with six wins as well. And uh, I think this is going to be Daniel Jones's last year. And I think the uh, window for Joe Judge is pretty short. Well, let me ask you this, guys. Like, you look at like a Daniel Jones, and you think it's going to be his last year. Do you think he does? He goes somewhere and has a career turnaround, like like a Ryan Tannehill. Like maybe he goes to Denver, and all of a sudden things click. Or no, nope, no, no. The, the um, team has good weapons. I mean, they have the, one of the best running backs in the league. A really good receiving core. Good tight ends now. They don't have an offensive line, which is concerning, but good weapons. I, I don't think that's going to happen, Stephen, because uh, Adam Gase is not the head coach of the Giants. And True. Adam Gase is the only reason that Tannehill had that turnaround, because Adam Gase is terrible. I think he's, <laughs> he's the worst head coach that keeps getting head coaching jobs. I don't know what the hell the guy's doing. This guy is great. He went to Miami, was atrocious. He got the head coaching job at, what, the Jets right after? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I He's awful. I don't know. Maybe he's really good at interviews. Maybe he sits down like, well, let's look at your resume. No, no, let's not look at a resume. You have a fantastic shirt on. Is that a new <laughs> maybe, tie? Maybe he's a hypnotist. <laughs> um, I think we should end on this. This this might not be our best episode, but it was definitely most no, unique. It's, 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 going, it's already past 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, um, thank you all for joining us. Should this we say been... who we're going to have win, though? Oh, we should. We should. Thanks, Bob, for saving me. Um, Steve, why don't you go first? Who's winning the division? I'm going to go the Washington football team. I what? Think I think it's going to come down. They're going to be nine and or eight and what would it be? <laughs> eight and eight and seven, and Dallas is going to be eight and seven too. And it's going to come down to the last week, and Dallas is going to get right in Dallas's way and lose the game. Math is and hard. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, write this stuff down. I'm I'm so thirty now. Sure I'm tired. It. It's it's eleven and it's eleven oh nine. But it's gonna it's yeah. gonna come to. I think those it comes win down. numbers definitely don't add up earlier in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I I think I think Washington I think Washington wins it. I think they they upset Dallas and it's a week sixteen or it's it's a late season <laughs> divisional game that they lose. Bob, what are you? <laughs> why are we laughing? <laughs> Take your take your hat off. It's rude. I uh, I have Washington winning it as well. I think uh, I think they're going to repeat. I have them around. I'll say ten wins. And I have the Cowboys. I have them winning nine wins. And the as I mentioned, Washington winning six or seven wins. Wow. Does it does I, I it think, come down I, I to the last week? Does it come down to the last week? Or does for me it Gallagher... doesn't. All right. What about no, you? Not Bob? when not when Washington has six wins. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to put these, uh, guesses in stone yet. Cause we haven't even seen what they do in the draft. 
obviously if they go out and draft a Jordan Love and he doesn't ever play for them, you know, similar to the yeah. Packers last year, that that's going to skew my judgment a little bit. But if they draft somebody who I think is going to come in and contribute, that that could make a difference. I mean, Philly could trade up and get my favorite quarterback, and that could change everything too. Who is that, Justin Fields? He's my favorite as far as a fan. Yeah. Who are you mentioning? Who are you referring to? Uh, it was it was less of an actual person, but just a situation. Gotcha. Uh, let's hey, just say I, Justin Fields, though. Don't I got a que- I got a question for you, Hoover. As much because I didn't get to listen, I listened to the last week's episode. Yeah. As much as you hate what the Patriots have done. If Mac Jones falls to you guys and you draft Mac Jones with all your free agent signings, what do you think? This is an NFC or an yeah, an NFC East podcast. We already did the Patriots. I, uh, I just after listening to Hoover's rant, I haven't got to talk to him. Do uh, a sign off real quick, Steve or Hoover. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about this after the pod. I'll sign us off and then we'll discuss. Oh everybody, sorry, thank you so much for joining. It's been uh a wild episode. This is what Late. happens when you film after 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Across the middle. <laughs>